0: Welcome to Sage Insights, your go-to podcast for all things digital marketing, with your hosts, Alex and Michael, giving you unbiased and actionable insights that you can apply to your business that are straightforward and strategic. Improve your marketing strategy with what is actually working today. Enjoy! Hey everyone, this is Alex and Mike. Welcome to Sage Insights, another episode. We are here today to talk about our favorite plugins. We're going to do like a top 10 essential, must-have, go-get-it-right-now WordPress plugin. I'm excited for this. All right, so you want to start? Should I throw one out? You throw one out? How do you want to do this? Yeah, we can go back and forth. All right, you go first.
1: All right, I picked the Elementor plugin, not because it's the most superior drag-and-drop builder, but because of how easy it is to control all aspects for rapid deployment of landing pages. Focus on page search and in the e-commerce space, it makes it very easy to build landing pages and edit them very quickly without the need of a developer. All the elements can be changed without any coding, without any CSS knowledge. Again, it's not the best drag-and-drop builder. It's by far one of the most popular, but For me, I think Elementor is an essential plugin for someone looking to put landing
0: pages together very quickly. Can you comment as uh, Elementor versus Bakery, for example? Essentially,
1: they do the same thing. I personally like Elementor better just because it requires less CSS for overall building of a website. Perhaps WP Bakery is the same. I think it's a matter of picking and choosing. It's uh, Ford versus Chevy, Mercedes versus BMW. A lot of it's personal preference. They're Mm going to give you the same result. WP Bakery has been around for a lot longer. It merged with uh, another builder that was very popular. Elementor has been a little bit newer over the last... uh, I mean, certainly the last two years, it's really taken off, but it's been around for about five years. So the market share is much smaller. But for those who use it, really seem to like it. If so many plugins and attachments to it, you can really create any functionality you want from it.
0: Nice. Very good. Very good. All right. So Elementor, we're really going to jump around here because my number one must have absolutely mandatory plugin, WordFence. Word, out of all the plugins, WordFence is your number one pick. There's so much nonsense going on on the web today, you would agree. Hacking attempts are just continuing to rise more and more and more. I see it on a pretty frequent basis. Without having some kind of superior security functionality on your website, you are leaving yourself open to problems. We see it far too often in the business that we are in. We monitor you know, more than 100 websites currently, most of which are using WordFence. You would be amazed to see how many attempts from all over the world are happening, whether it be bots, whether it be hackers, whether it be whatever it is, without having the real security, it's it, you're leaving yourself up to...
1: Agreed. Definitely a good plugin. We can do a, uh, a whole episode just on security plugins. I've used it for many years. What is your favorite feature on it?
0: I would say I like the ability to lock out login form only to US or only to specific IPs. Love that. It's like literally two or three clicks and you are essentially stopping, I would say... Uh, Significant portion of issues right there. Scanning in the background, the WordFence Central, I like really a lot so we can see everything in one place. I think it's a really well built, fantastic tool.
1: Interesting that you said about the lockout because I think one of my favorite features is the brute force section for the controls mm-hmm. where you can lock out any invalid usernames.
0: Yeah. So unless like you have,
1: you know, admin as your own username, which separate conversation on why you should not have that. If anyone tries to use a username that's incorrect, it'll automatically block them out.
0: Yeah. Just and, happened uh, today on one of our client accounts an admin blocked out for one month and permanently uh, blocked the IP address without having to do anything. Worth the 99 bucks a year, guys. Go buy it right now. I right, second plugin.
1: WP Forms. Uh, A lot of people like Contact Form 7. Again, I think it's personal preference. I think WP Forms is very easy to create the forms. You can take payments over them. You can do the multi-step forms. Just very easy to use, very versatile, priced reasonably well, and just overall a solid plugin, many integrations to get the form into whatever email platform you're using or into a CRM that is my second pick.
0: You and I are uh, the same in many ways but different in in many ways also. I would never have chosen I personally I don't have much experience with WP form. I know you're a contact form 7 guy. Contact form 7's great. It's been
1: around forever. Very powerful. Except you need significant CSS and adjustment to get forms to render correctly Agreed. devices It's very complicated to get the forms mapped out if you need special CSS labels to trigger events. Not my personal favorite. It's just, uh, I think, personal preference.
0: I'll say I do like Gravity Forms a lot too for a couple of different reasons. Notifications work really, really well. Routing of emails, issues. I like that one too, but very cool. Very cool.
1: Gravity Forms is a solid plugin. I think it gets a little expensive when you get the add-ins and all the additional features. Mm -hmm. But overall, I think any of the three, you can't really go
0: wrong. Agreed. All right, my second one, WP Rocket. Must have. WP Rocket. Yes. Essentially, It will, upon loading onto the website with very, very little optimization, will already significantly increase the loading speed of your website. There is nothing more irritating than going to a website and it takes five seconds, six seconds, eight seconds, you know, whatever to load uh, really, really bad. The great plugin, really well developed with some additional customizations by uh, those that know how it can really, really make a significant impact on page loading of your website for a huge number of reasons. And I significantly, uh, I recommend that in a big way.
1: Very interesting what the first two that you picked versus the first two that I picked. I picked ones for building out and designing of sites. You're picking performance, which in many ways are probably the most important because it doesn't matter how good of a site you have. If it doesn't load, or it gets hacked, certainly it doesn't really matter what you ended up creating. With WP Rocket, I've used probably almost all the caching plugins out there. WP Rocket makes it for a solid site as long as it's not a news type of site where you would not want the pages to necessarily be cached, or at least certain pages. You have a lot of control over all of the elements, and I think WP is probably the best caching plugin you can get.
0: I think it's probably recognized as the most powerful one, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and uh, it's just literally immediate results. Obviously, your page loading is, is a major function of hosting, if not mostly that, but uh, at this paired together with correct hosting and a few other things, you can really have a very, very fast site and uh, highly recommended. All right, number three, Google
1: Tag Manager for WordPress, previously known by uh, Duracell Tommy's Google Tag Manager. I think it is so important to be able to have all of your scripts or as many of the scripts and tags that are going to load from the site to load from Tag Manager because it will offset the loading of it where your page will load and then it'll fire the tags as needed. Whereas if you were to put your analytics tag and your conversion tracking and your JavaScript for uh, a chat and if everything's on the page versus going into Tag Manager, it's going to all try to load in priority level, thus making the initial load time of the site significantly longer because everything has to load. Whereas when you use something like a Tag Manager plugin, Tag Manager will load the Tag Manager script and then the individual scripts will load as needed. Use a lot of settings that you can control, you can track how far people scroll, just significantly saves you amount of time. Tag Manager for
0: WordPress is my number three pick. Very nice, very nice. My number three pick is uh, Imagify. It is an image compression tool, works extremely well via API, relatively inexpensive, I mean, nothing and really, really, really works well to significantly compress uh, large image sizes on your website, which in turn will make sure that they load faster. I have um, situations that happen all of the time where clients will say to me, well, I'm uploading a 1500 by something pixel image. Isn't that okay? And I said, well, no, if it's three megabytes, it's not okay. And uh, there's a difference between uploading at a certain pixel size and making sure that the overall file size is not overwhelming. So I think that as a matter of good housekeeping, I will A, compress the images on my own through another service prior to ever uploading on a site, and then B, connecting Imagify to ensure that the thing is optimized and compressed as best as possible without losing, obviously, without losing quality of that image.
1: Right. When it comes to image compression, certainly from back pre-websites, the bigger the image, the higher the DPI or the resolution, the better it was because it needed to be able to handle what would be lost when things were printed. Now, realistically, 72 DPI would be more than enough. You don't need these massive file sizes. And most images have extra data on the back end, like what camera took it, what date the picture was taken at. All of these little bytes of data are stored on the image, making it physically bigger. Now, most of those data points aren't really needed if you're not doing some sort of uh, photography or some sort of editing. So using these compression services will remove that extra data, making the file size physically smaller without having any impact to the
0: actual images. Yep, which decreases your loading time and uh, makes the page load faster, which is obviously always a good thing. Number four, WP Mail, SMTP by WP Forms. Yeah, I absolutely love that plugin. I should have thought of that. It's a standalone
1: plugin, unrelated to the... Well, not reliant on the WP Forms plugin that I previously mentioned, but it's just by the same company. Now, what I like about this plugin is it changes the way you send email from a website. So when someone submits a contact form, by default, it's going to be sent via PHP. Oftentimes, PHP will either not make it into other servers because of security settings, because it can be manipulated, or it gets caught in spam traps. What this plugin does is it'll change the way it'll send. So it sends it over a more secured line. Usually it's done through an API connection, very simple to set up either using something like Sendgrid or you know, being sent over Gmail if you aren't sending a lot. And it will change the way. So you'll go from not receiving contact forms or you're not receiving uploads from your site, you switch it over, automatically you'll start getting it. Whenever someone complains that they're not receiving their contact forms, first thing I typically look at would be, you know, how are the messages being sent? Because often yep. if you're just using the default setting, it's a PHP issue.
0: It's either going to not be delivered at all. There could be some waiting period. Sometimes it comes 10, 15, 20 minutes later. Can't have that. You're not spending money in order to direct traffic to a website and then not receiving that instantly. I, as a matter of just process, will put SendGrid on every single site that I develop and transfer. I think it's the best way to go. And uh, yes, I'm surprised I didn't think of that, that one. Uh, what's number four for you? I thought of one that I use. I tried to think, what do I use a lot? And I love all-in-one migration. All-in-one migration is an amazing tool when you are migrating a website from A to B. It's something that, again, well-documented, I think has 2 million plus downloads on WordPress. Great customer service. Usually 95% of the time will just do what it needs to do, uh, no matter the size of the site, whether it be a few hundred megabytes or even into the 5, 6, 10 gigs that I've seen in the past. Great for backups as well. And I'm just a big fan of that particular plugin. And I recommend it for all things to do with migrating from point A to point B. You actually
1: showed me that one. Previously, I've used Updraft Plus or some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Where I think all-in-one migration really excels at is it will change the database names even if you're going to a different domain. That will save a ton of trouble because it's so easy to migrate the site or copy over the pages, but then the database gets overlooked. And then you load up and then you get that critical error. And you know, now you're trying to figure out why it's not loading. It's so, not solid so plugin. In,
0: in most URLs across the board will be updated, even on pages and posts as well, which is not. Nice. Yeah, so, solid. It's really a, a fantastic plugin. Highly recommend it. I think 80 bucks to buy one time, I think. Can't live without it. Yeah, it's free unless the site is... You can use the
1: free version if the site's mm. tiny, like a couple pages, I think. Got it. It's like got Less than 300 megs, I think. Got it. All right, number five, Rank Math. I think it is better than Yoast paid version for free.
0: You're saying that Rank Math free is better than paid Yoast? If you look feature for
1: feature, I think you get more features out of Rank Math that essentially do the exact same thing. Now, again, it's important to understand the purpose of Rank Math and Yoast and what they actually do. For the most part, both of them just provide guidance as far as SEO best practices. So it'll look at your title and it'll say, okay, your title is too short or you don't use enough keywords. Now, it doesn't necessarily fix a lot of the problems, although they both will fix some aspects. But as far as what they do and the integration and how you can use it on a regular basis, I think Rank Math is my favorite SEO plugin.
0: Interesting. Very, very interesting. And it's free. Huh. And they don't have a paid version? No. well, wow. They make their money off their themes.
1: They also are a theme developer. Are they? Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. And I've had very good success with their themes. I've had good success with their rankings through Rank Math. Rank Math is only a couple years old, but they have great response. Their support's great. And I've got good results from it.
0: Well, my fifth was actually Gravity Forms. And, Gravity Forms. Uh, we've mentioned it already. So I'm thinking maybe I should make a quick change in my top five in order to make this more interesting. What do you think? Okay. Here's what I'll say. With respect to a free option for live chat on your website that many refer to as a chat bot, which it is not, Drift. I like Drift a lot. That's a good one. Drift is definitely has automation options that cost a significant amount, But out of the box, it is free, has a lot of options available. Can't tell you how many conversations are started with me because of that little widget that pops up on the bottom right saying, Hey, this is Alex. How can I help you? And um, I really like it and I'm a fan of their company. What do you think?
1: Drift is great. Chats, you know, very important. Often people might have a quick question, they want to get a little more information. I do a lot with their free version. Anything to, you know, provide more value to the customer, I think is, you know, certainly a win.
0: But I think it's less intrusive in a way. Would you agree with me? I mean, they, you don't have to put in an email address. You don't have to put in anything if you don't want to. You just have to ask a question. If you hear something you like, maybe you'll continue the conversation. If not, you can move on and you don't have to you know, make that step of submitting a form or picking up the phone and talking to somebody.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's very customer friendly. I think most chat applications have the ability to do that. Although some people, if they just think that they need to capture the person's information, I suppose for B2B, you know, it, it, filtering out some inquiries could potentially help reduce uh, tire kicking. But overall, I think Drift is a solid chat widget.
0: Yeah, I've done a little bit less with Intercom. I like them a lot as well. I think their interface is better, I would say, on the website side. But um, I don't have as much experience with it, so I can't say at this time.
1: We could do an Intercom uh, breakdown.
0: Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. We should do that. We should do a, a one versus the other for a couple of these subjects. I mean, look, we could do WordFence versus Sucuri. We could do WP Rocket versus you know, several other options. I think th- those are all good ideas. Definitely. So, Mike, we talked about 10, right? Have we gone overall? That's 10? right. All right, I think everybody should go out and pretty much get those 10 right away. Any questions, comments, get in touch with us. We love to talk about these subjects and uh, we will be back with much more, hopefully on a uh, twice weekly cadence. Till next time. Till next time, see you.